You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Welcome to Diablo's Digest. I'm your host, Jay Reason, and today joining me is my co-host, the one and only, Zachary Ross. What up? What up? What up, Jay? Yo, what up, Zach? Yo, thank you uh, for filling in and uh, jumping on. Uh, Zach's going to be doing a bunch of these with me as I am uh, trying to get back on schedule. 
surprisingly, this is uh, the first of the year for me. So it's super late already. Uh, we're almost three months into the new year. Holy shit. Um, but shout out to Donnie and Ruckus Podcast for holding it down. Um, he's been uh, hitting you guys with the weekly episode. So make sure you're catching up on those. Um, Isaac, when he's around at, at, uh, at Donnie's place, he's jumping in and out of those. Um, so, yeah, everybody who checked out the uh, the Christmas episode with me and E was great. He was here in Milford. It was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, man, there's just a bunch of shit going on. So actually, uh, Zach, since last time you've been on, you and I worked together, released a record. Yeah. Uh, right. You got a band called Slided. Tell everybody about that. Yeah. Since last time you, you were on here. Uh, OK, I guess the last time we talked about stuff, uh, we announced that there was a band and there was an album. Um, and yeah, it's we've been playing shows. Shit's been going good. Uh, had a banger. With Sub Zero and Killing Time, we've been doing tons of shit with our boys in uh, Gum Scab up from Maine. Uh, definitely want to shout them out. Uh, Chris- yeah, shout out to them and shout out to Chris Link for for connecting those dots with everybody. Yeah, because it really was just like it was. Chris Link put us on a show, but all like that show ended up uh, blossoming a friendship that is now made like we're making a tour out of. And, That's so fucking awesome, man! <laughs> like a million times, and um, we have some cool stuff coming up in Massachusetts. I'm not sure like what I can say about that yet, but there's a sick fest in Massachusetts that we're playing, and we're working on new music and. Um, yeah, we're gonna do a vinyl version of the EP with some some new tracks on it. Uh, well, Nick Molino uh, completed the puzzle. Yep, shout out to Nick. Uh, joined. Uh, he plays in the world, and he uh, is playing in Slighted now, like permanently. Yeah, man, Slighted's got a really good lineup. I think at the time we didn't know uh, who was in it, but yeah, it's Crazy. got West from Death Threats in there now, and he's actually been doing all the live shows too, which is awesome yep. to see him back on stage um the fact that you got him to, to get out to him to do that is amazing you know exactly a lot of people have like cornered me at one point and been like how the fuck do you get west to like do something and i'm like <laughs> i don't think i got him to, i don't think i made him do i think west decided i'm lucky i think I yeah standing here when west decided it was time but, yeah, yeah that's awesome man yeah that the, the our release that we did together with uh, has been very well received. And I'm uh, I've, I've told you a bunch of times how psyched I am uh, that we got to do that together. And I'm, I'm really excited to get the vinyl. Like I said, the vinyl version out that that's a record that needs to be on, uh, on vinyl. So as soon as we get those bonus tracks, that's uh Me too, man, the past year of my life slighted has been the number one uh, artistic pursuit um, for me. And it's probably, it's, I think, you know, 2024 is not going to be any different. Yeah, man. I, I really appreciate uh, how much energy and effort uh, you've put into it, dude. Shout out to Zeus, too, for crushing it yep. on the and, and to Len uh, for crushing it on the recording and the mixing and, and just yep. the whole thing, you know, um, yeah, it's a cool little lineup now. It's like me and, you know, my it's the homies from New Jersey. And then we got death threat people and we've got the world people. And it's a, a, a cool little click. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, speaking of stuff on static air, man, I actually just dropped last week the, uh, the first new single from husbandry in four years. So shout out to them. Uh, the new song is called drop by drop. If you haven't checked out the video for it, uh, you know, everybody please head over to, to YouTube and check it out. The track again, I'm obviously uh, partial because I put it out, but the track's a fucking monster. Um, Zach, if I haven't, if you haven't checked it out yet, I got to send it to you, but it's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, it's, it's so fucking awesome. Shout out to John Markson for making that recording sound amazing. Uh, yeah, you guys got to check it out. I'll, I'll drop a clip, a clip in, uh, in this episode of it. Maybe, maybe I'll even open the episode with it, but, um, 
Yeah, man, we've got a, a cool episode. Like I said, I'm mean, you know one of my my main goals this year, and me and Zach talked, is to uh, try to get uh, you know on some kind of schedule and get the digest going. And and this was the first uh, step forward into that. Um, we got a guest on today, good friend of both of ours, so it's gonna be pretty fun. Oh my lord, I've known him a half my life at this point. Yeah, I've known Maddie for wow for a really long time. So yeah, we're gonna have Maddie. From a loss for words, the world, reclaim management, uh, among many things. Um, we're excited to have him on. So, Zach, what else is going on in your life, man, before we bring our guests on? What else is going on? Um, nothing, man. I've been doing a lot um, with trying to write for Slighted. And uh, I don't know, people listening probably don't know I work for baseball. So, it's yeah, about- sick. About to be spring training. My life snaps into a different gear during baseball season. Yeah, you're gonna be busy as fuck. Yeah, so I'm just getting ready for that. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm blessed to. I don't want to like not explain. I, I have a sick job that I love at Major League Baseball, so I'm just gearing up for that. Yeah, that's super sick, man. Well, again, dude, that that's awesome. Uh, we're gonna get Maddie on, so everybody, hang on tight and give me a, a minute. Hang on. All right, we're back. With our guests. I'm really excited for this one. I, yo, I've been trying to get this one going probably since the inception of the podcast now, but um, I want to welcome one of my good friends. You guys might know him as the vocalist of A Loss for Words, possibly the world. Maybe you've dealt with him in the music industry side of things uh, with Reclaim or uh, any of his idle hands, any of the, the ventures that my guy is into. Uh, I know Zach could, could go on and on about this, but everybody, yo, welcome fucking Maddie from uh, Lost for Words. Yeah. Yay. Yo, thanks, brother. Thanks for jumping on with us today, man. We were excited uh, to have you jump on. It's the first uh, Diablo's Digest of the year. Um, you know, I've been slacking, but me and Zach been uh, talking, and we're going to get on a schedule, and we said, yo, what better person to kick off our new schedule than with Maddie? you know? No, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm out here in New Orleans. I'm not going to lie. I was going to do this interview from a hot tub, but I last minute decided I don't really feel that good. I don't feel like being in a hot tub doing this, but I was going to try to be a baller and make it like that so i am in new orleans but i'm not in the hot tub yo it's all good man ever we all know you're a baller man uh what are you doing in new orleans just doing maddie shit i like i don't even like I, my friend uh my boy connor shout out connor was out there from denver and invited me and my boy timmy down and we were just like sure so hit the good old sky miles hit send and here i am i leave yeah. tomorrow though Dude, it's funny, man. Park. You're like you're like a digital nomad like that, man. It's like I every time I find you, you're like somewhere else. Um, and not like even to just touring, like you're just living. Yeah, just living, man, which is which is real wild. So, yo, Maddie, uh, for those who aren't familiar with you, like uh what 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 do our listeners know you from, man? Probably best a loss for words, I would think, right? Yeah, you know, mumble Maddie, Maddie, a lot of words. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've never heard that. you know, chatty Maddie, you know, they know me. Yeah, know me, but um, yeah. So basically, obviously, I was in a band called The Lost for Words, which you know I I played many of shows with Zach and you know the we front go page. back like a car seat. Yeah, yeah, we were glued like a car seat. Yeah, Zach's ass was on my face like a car seat. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so so yeah, so we go back to Lost for Words, um, and then you know I do the world now, like you said, Idle Hand Collective, Reclaim Music Group, my management company. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm out here just. I love being social, love being in the mix. So people probably see me around. Yeah, man. So so again, you've been at you've been at this game for a really long time, dude. Uh I remember my first met you was probably like maybe oh five, oh six, 
Um, and I was really excited to cross paths with you guys. And, and luckily, tail end of the distance, we got to play some shows together. I have so many fond memories of playing those shows with you. And, and it's kicked off a, 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 an amazing friendship, man. You have uh, helped me out in so many situations uh, with industry shit. Uh, you know, uh, you're, you're just a, a dude who's kind of doing a, a bunch of stuff. So everybody probably knows your music shit, but let's, let's talk a little bit about how did you get into all this shit, man? Like what was your first experiences in the shows? How old were you? Um, give me a little bit of background about that. I know you're a big yeah, so, Motown R and B guy. So I know your love for music comes from that. So tell, tell us a little bit about yeah, all that. It's funny. Well, all my friends were leaving, um, the house earlier. I was playing nineties R and B. Um, th that's, that's how I kind of start everything out. Everybody knows I love shy. And if I ever fall in love, yep. that's right. That's that. That's what I first started singing, you know, boys to men, Joe to see H town, you know, that kind of stuff is what kind of got me in to singing and stuff, you know, hip hop. Then came next, you know, Tupac, Biggie, Mob Deep, you know, Big L, AZ, you know, the firm, like all that stuff. But then I guess like, as far as this kind of music, like punk, emo, whatever, I think, I, I, you know, those kids in my school that were in d different bands and stuff. And I just thought it was kind of cool. Um, I wanted, to, I wanted to sing for a band that was kind of something. I was like, yo, started listening to Newfound Glory, Saves the Day, The Movie Life, etc. And um, yeah, that was a wrap. You know, like I, I just once I went to my first show, which is Newfound Glory Midtown and Dashboard Confessional upstairs Palladium. Sick. River City High was the opener. I just remember they had sick cowboy hats. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, that kind of just stuck me in. I mean, I, like, and you had know, the back. Okay. Prior to that, had you had you ever fronted a band before, or was that kind of like? No, I, I mean, so to be honest, I was a lost for words. Started off as Last Ride, that was our first name, but we switched over um, and changed the name to a Lost for Words because we didn't want to have a, a Undertaker's finishing move as our band name anymore. <laughs> as, we got a little, as we got a little more mature, you know, mature as in I was a senior in high school or whatever, you know, uh, when we made the change. But um, yeah, I mean, like that was the only band I was in for fifteen years. I was in one band. 15 years yeah man and what and what a journey you had with that band dude again uh just from watching you you know start this band playing in like you know the tiger's den in brockton to traveling dude literally all over the world and releasing you know records on fucking massive labels um again i mean both of you guys you know zach and uh and you guys really at the peak of that uh, kind of you know next wave of that uh zach you want to talk a little bit about that no it's just interesting hearing that a lot of what he said i knew like you guys don't understand, like me, me, me and Maddie know each other, but yeah. like, I, I, I like a lot of, I know that he's, you know, based in Motown and um, R&B and that type of thing is not uh, shocking to hear at all, but it's interesting kind of hearing him put it together, knowing him, how I know him and knowing him musically, it makes sense. Like I remember shout out Maddie, remember you and me used to talk about the June spirit. Oh Dude. shit. The new and then she sold the soul to California. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was <laughs> an early that was an early conversation me and Maddie had when we first met about this band from New Jersey and how he really liked the singer. And um that was something I always kind of like equated with him musically. And it's just funny, like the way that guy sang, and it kind of makes sense. Like you like being you liked being like soulful pretty much and then you heard like people doing that with guitars and punk kids and you were like oh cool like yeah that that was like the like, first thing i noticed the most i think when i first heard lost for words was which was when they were on uh on rock vegas was that like the vocal was so strong and that's what stood out to me it was so different 
in like the best way possible. Because again, like Maddie, that's all the shit I love is Joe and all that. You know, dude, I grew up on the cassette singles of of all that shit. That you know, baby making music. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah dude. Maddie well, has so girl and hold her hand. Yeah. Other people in the genre, me included, are whiny. Maddie wasn't. Maddie's not whiny. <laughs> Maddie has soul. <laughs> Yo, yeah. But, but Zach, you, you had a little bit of whiny soul in you too, baby. Don't you? Don't, don't you tell your yeah, story? Yeah, maybe some whiny soul, but you're not. Yeah, you were just like manly soul, actual soul. Well, it's funny. Then both of you guys had enough of that, and now you're both angry as fuck with both of your yeah, guys we talked new about projects. That. Yeah, we're older and been through shit, and uh, yeah, I mean. The thing, the thing is though, and Zach, I'm sure you feel me. Like you know, just like we grew up in this shit too. It's always totally. been there. So like you know, I wasn't surprised when Zach started this project. Zach wasn't surprised when I started this project. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it was something yeah. natural, and you know, like it just. Oh yeah, for Maddie, I thought it was long overdue. To be honest, brother, I th- I thought you should have done it. I I always ex- thought you would have done it a long time ago. Just because, again, man, like with how much music you had done and how much verse, uh, like a versatile, a versatile background you have. Um, I'm surprised it came out this late, dude. You know, um, the world yeah. is so good, so it's it's cool, man. I, I just I always thought you would have done it a little sooner. Yeah, I mean, and you know, it, it just this is what it is. I mean, I you know I did the class ninety two shit with you before the R and B. Yeah, you know, that shit. shit was sick. You know, and then I released my you know Karuma project, which is a really dark song. I mean, like I, I really want to be like I was talking to one of my homegirls last night, and, and I really want to do a project called Bipolar, and I want to like put different. I already started the project, to be honest, it's already in the works, but I want to do like a hardcore song, a pop punk song, an R&B song. I want to do like an EDM type track. I want to do an acoustic track and like Sick. show all the sides of me. You know what I'm saying? Because yep. I feel like this, like, it's I basically like bipolar musically. You know what I mean? Like some days you're going to catch me listening to heavy music. Some days you listen to me, you know, punk rock, R&B, hip hop, like whatever the fuck I'm in the mood for. So I want to show people that and not be afraid to hold back. It's just something that I think that, you know, people like me and Zach and even you, Jay, you know, like you, sometimes it's like, oh, I don't know. People wouldn't understand. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Then I'm, now, I'm, at the, I'm at the age now. I'm just like, fuck it. Like, well, you, I'm going to die. What? I'm writing a book right now. I'm going to die someday. I want to leave something <laughs> on this earth. I leave a lot of things on this earth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Well, yo, you know what's cool, too? And I, I've said this before, uh, is that like. It seems like more than ever now, the the like the listener is more open to the artist being so diverse. Whereas, like, you know, man, I hate to just be like, oh, you know, when we did our record, but like the distance record was one of those records that it didn't work then. But I do, I'm curious if it was. Yo, that show now. Was fire, Zach, right? Yeah, I love the distance. Yep. I love you yep. guys. Jay reason that we have both. You know what I'm saying? But you get what I'm saying though is that like I wonder sometimes you know it's like oh man like the listener it's it's cool that the listener's so open, you know, and that's, what's cool about again, dude, like Maddie, somebody like yourself who has done so many things that now, like while you're ready, you could do a record like that. And you're right. Like the listener, you know, hope the listener's so open to shit. I think that people are more open than they used to be. And also there's a lot to what Maddie said about like, that was in him already or and yep. both, like, you know, both of us, that was, it's nothing new, yeah. you know, it's nothing new uh, inside of Maddie. Like I, it's nothing. It's, oh yeah, no. <laughs> there was other shit. I the way I perceive it, there was other stuff to do. Uh, you know, there was other stuff going on, and then all of a sudden, there's time for hardcore. Right? It's like we grew up 
going these pop punk bands that we played in and hardcore were so adjacent when me and maddie were young what we bond we knew the same people that were involved in hardcore we were like oh you're cool basically yeah yeah I yeah, mean? yeah and 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 like that's because that was because of hardcore our bands and the shows we were playing at the time had nothing to do with hardcore but that was because of hardcore you know that yeah, we were like yeah. you're cool basically yeah yeah and it's, it's crazy i mean me and like me and zach over the years I and mean, we played record shops together we played you know yeah. sold out you know thousand cap rooms together we played oh, yeah. tour together yep. you know like everything in between everything in between and it's cool like you know that even you know with uj like we're all still here and that's like part of hardcore too like he you know if you're a real one you don't leave this thing this thing's in you forever like and it's not easy there's bumps and bruises along the way you know, I've got I've got lumped up a couple times, you know, and maybe I realized that maybe I lumped up a couple people before too. And like you gotta stick around though. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like, and this is kind of what saved my life. You know what I mean? Like I don't I'm no, so same, lost dude. and lonely and sad. I don't know what I would do if I didn't have this community. I know I have a million people that would sit and listen to me if I needed them, and no. I would do the same for them. Dude, and that's dude. that's what it's about. You're talking the realest shit, man. I say that all the time too, is like like, yo, I can't help but go to a show. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if I see something in my town that's like fucking right there, I'm like, yo, I'm going, dude. Even if I feel like, because, you know, man, I'm I'm like you guys. Dude. I, I got a couple of years on you guys. But, so in my head, though, I'm still like, you know, like the young cat. So sometimes I'm like, I want to go to every show. Um, It's just in me, dude. You know, like as much as, uh, you know, I can't shake it, dude. So I'm with you like that. The community and like just some of the my best friendships, dude, even with you guys, you know, like. How I know you is through this shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you have an urge as an artistic person to participate and not just, you're like inspired. You're like, well, dude, I'm, I want to play. Like, you know what I mean? After a while, you're like, I'm going to play. I'm yeah. going to dance. Yeah. Or like, uh, whatever it is, you know, you've, if you've been participating in hardcore by listening to bands and going to shows once in a while for a few years, um, whether it's like, it's like, it's like Maddie. It's like where one of you said. I can't remember. It's in you. Like yeah. you're, it might. There's and and there's times maybe like Maddie said. Somebody you might you're gonna make some enemies probably temporary ones like along the way or you might get beat up or something happens or but you move and you find fall in with like a new scene or something. But there's like a part of all punk music that's just inherently in you. And I think yeah. it's the same part of our brain that makes the pop punk. To be honest yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no no exactly i mean like fuck back in the day i i, I um uh, i did a, an, uh, an acoustic video at zach's parents house walking yeah. on a treadmill singing and oh, you know that's, that's amazing. like <laughs> yeah and like yo like his dad jokes me all the time like anytime we get a this chance day. to catch up he's always like you're gonna make another you're gonna make another music video on my, on my treadmill like, like that's, that's amazing you know, like how, yep. how many bonds have been made of like sleeping at someone's house and and, and all that shit and like it's 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 cool. And like, that's what I'm, I'm writing a book and it touches a lot of different things. Yeah, man, let's, let's, let's talk. I want to talk a little bit, uh, Maddie, because obviously, dude, you know, you've done a, a bunch of podcasts and people know your music stuff. I want to talk a little bit about the business thing, because that that's something that's so interesting to me. Obviously, you know, I'm always picking your brain about shit to me. Um, you are, are definitely like one of my go to people when I need the opinion on something. And I, I always appreciate that about you, man. Like um, you've always shown me so much love, dude, and helped me navigate through some 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 tough waters, dude. So so shout out to you and shout out to Katrina on your team too. She she's such a uh, real one. Shout out to Katrina. I'm glad you said it before me. I always get a, that's my yeah, that's yeah, my no, right I, hand, that's my brain, that's my heart and soul. No, Katrina, yo, every, everybody at Reclaim, man, Chris, your whole team is, is is top notch, man. Like I said, but um I want to talk to you about that, man, because I, I feel like a lot of ways, like the three of us are similar in that, whereas like we were always 
even though we're doing bands and doing these things, when when we're in these situations, we're always paying attention too, right? So it's like, Maddie, tell me a little bit about how you went from, you know, playing in the band to like managing. Was that something that you already did for a loss for words or like, and then it evolved you know, to a first without, client I, or how did the, tell me that little path? Yeah, I did. I, okay. So it's, it's, it's a funny question because a, I, and probably both you guys, I never thought I'd be a manager. Like I, I just, <laughs> it just naturally fucking happened. Um, I, I didn't fucking go to school. I don't go to college. You know, I barely even know how to fucking turn my computer on. I'm old. You know what I'm saying? But like, <laughs> the thing is, is like, I, you know, I, I met Lynn from Paris in the studio and she was so talented and so amazing. She even played guitar for us for a while. Like, uh, yeah, I remember her, you guys took her on tour. Herself. So, you know, the music was just undeniable. And I just wanted to help. Like, and helping someone that was so talented or a group of people that were so talented, not just Lynn, there's other people involved in that project too that deserve all the credit. But, you know, the, their whole team, Lynn and the whole the whole crew, um, I was just, I just want to help. I was sending it around to people. Dave Shapiro you know, you know, signed, you know, signed me to Velocity and booked me back in the day. He gave me a chance. Uh, a lot I mean, of dude, people, people I don't know if people realize how fucking huge those Paris records were that you did. I mean, they were fucking monster albums. I mean, the band ended up uh, signing to Warner Brothers after, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Zach's band, you know, Man Overboard and, and A Lost for Words and Paris were all on the same label. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like Raz, Raz Records. I mean... You know, and shout out, you know, to, to Craig, Matt, Sean, like, you know, all those dudes that a lot, lot for, for me and on my journey um, and had my back. And, you know, I actually called and caught up with a couple of them, you know, and I still work with them or we cross paths, whatever. But yeah, I mean, that's how I started my management career, just starting to start off and just helping Paris. And then, I mean, then I started making money. I was going to say, is that, was that the first? That I was that... Off lost words. I hope you all know, all y'all know this. <laughs> I was just going to say, was that the first kind of situation where you found yourself in a position to make like making money really off the management side of things and, and kind of doing shit? And yeah, I mean, yeah, the management thing is, you know, changed my life. I mean, here I am. I mean, like, you know, still with set it off who I love and, you know, always got to tell yeah, them another massive band. Yeah. Even when I was in prison and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like when I was up in Japan, like set it off is like you got a job when you get out and, I, and that, that kept me going. You know, as I was pacing around in circles and solitary confinement for days that fucked my head up, I just knew I was going home to something, you know, and, and most of my bands rode with me through, through the journey and, you know, and, and you know, I, and, and no matter what, I always keep it cool. I have no, no smoke with any bands that I work with or worked with. Like, I, I like to keep it positive and I always try to find every yeah, positive outlook and every, everything. Cause that's what keeps me, keeps me going. And I, I just don't get time to talk shit about people or. You know, obviously, everybody has the little things here and there, but you know, I I, I love to find the positive things in life, and that's what. Yeah, gets no, me it's a waste of energy and effort, man. And and all three of us know how much time and effort, even you know, just goes into anything anybody's doing. You know, I mean, listen, I'm I hate as many people as the next person, but yeah, it's, I, I totally get what you're saying. <laughs> um, I know we all have. Hey, all of us can be haters. We could, you know, I know we all can have. Oh, some bro, I'm the I'm the person. king hater, dude. If I, yo, look at my Instagram story from today to see somebody who's fucking still got hater hater aid from. 20 years oh, ago. Actually, I put yeah. fuck haters on my thing. Too yeah, like, what, what's up with us? We're just naturally saying fuck haters. Yeah, fuck. Listen, dude, fuck them. I don't give a shit. Um, so Maddie from 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 Reclaim, tell me a little bit about um on your on your team now. So outside of doing set it off and, and you got a couple bands and shit, you also manage a, a, a producer, Chris Curran, right? Yep. I, I don't really do as much, you know, managing him. I mean, me and him are that's like that's my brother. I lived with him for seven years. 
always he's kind of like you're him. like writing. Part, I just like always a, send people. I always send people his way. I did like officially, officially manage him a while ago. But me and Ricky always, you know, send stuff his way. He's such a talented dude. Um, and you know, he ended up changing his, you know, company to to Reclaim Studios. You know what I mean like it's yeah, it's, it's cool. family. It's just under the umbrella, and you know, I mean, a lost word just recorded a new seven inch there. Oh you no know, shit! You're doing your music. What's up? Uh, yeah, yeah. We got we got we got a seven inch on on the works. Oh shit! Yo, is that an exclusive to this podcast then? First, are we the first to know about yeah, this? Yeah, I don't announced? think I, I don't think I've talked about that. And actually, Zach, to go back on what you, you touched on earlier, um, but we're gonna put it on probably on negative progression records. Oh, um, awesome, dude! And, and part of part of the deal, we haven't like signed the. Deal. I mean, we 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 got distracted and it took a while to do it, so we get to you to reach back out again, but. Uh, part of the deal was I want the singer of June Spirit to sing on the record because they were negative progression. No. So part of the thing, I was like, the only way I'll do it is if you have the singer of June Spirit is like, I can make that happen. So Dude, I don't think he even knows yet or if he's even listening, but yeah, you're gonna be on my you're gonna be on my record, motherfucker. That's what's up. That's what I'm telling <laughs> you. That Yo, I sick. love that. Dude, a bunch there of you people go. People in South Jersey will be like, fuck yeah, and jerk yeah. off, probably. Yeah, that's Dude. Great. Yeah, because that, that was that was that literally was always, you know. Me and Zach's thing, like just talking about June Spirit. It's just like kind of, it's just funny, but it's like, they, I mean, they don't even know how much they impacted us. You know what I mean? It's like, one of those bands, too, that when you met someone else who was really into them, just big enough band, you know? And not yep. like that when you met someone else that was into them, you're like, no shit. That yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's nice shit. Let's talk about it every time we hang out. You yeah, know? that's Yo, Zach, fucking next, cool. Next time, next time I see you, we're going to fucking get drunk and, and have a sing along from, from Trashy Superstition. Yep, we have to fucking do it, man. Yo, you know what you guys got to do is get that that app that removes the vocals, you know, from the songs. Yeah, you and do, do karaoke. Get, I mean, get karaoke oh, versions hey, of hey, it. Zach, let's just have AI, have AI recreate the the the, the June Spirit record with me and your voice on it as dual singers, <laughs> like Man Overboard. We'll yeah, call it you should we'll call do that it. for like uh, content for this. Maybe like a tribute yeah. record, like a a, a tribute record. Yeah, you Man of Words. Men of words, spirit. That that's what we call it. <laughs> you can do that. I listen to these dumb memes I get shown that of like <laughs> it's like Metallica. It's like AI James Hetfield singing shit he never really sang. And oh, it's, that's I, amazing. It's like really accurate. And All right, so Jay, Jay, you heard it first. Me, me, and Zach got a new project. All right, I'm putting a it out. Fuck a it, a let's a do a it. Gonna sign us. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Era. I'm in. I'm gonna put it out. Um. What else did we want to talk about? Tell me a little bit about Idle Hands, because that's a really cool concept, man. How did you come up with that? My mom's a hairdresser, so I always show her your videos and shit, man. How did that come together? Yeah, so um, it's my partner, is Eric Zate. Um, he actually used to do merch for us back back in the day. Um, he was in a band that we used to play with a little bit back in the day. Um, you know, we just kind of grew up in the South Shore. Um, so he owns Bostonian Barbershop. Um, he actually has three locations in Boston area. Um and then he also hit, so our other partner Alex Levine um, from Gaston Anthem. Um, he's he's the the other partner, and um, he owns a barbershop um, in Jersey. And I think they just opened one up in um, in uh, San Diego too. You know, so shout out to them. I'm stoked for them. They're, they're crushing it. Um, and then yeah, so the whole thing, the whole concept. Um, and actually, it was right before I got locked up. We like made the business happen, and then I just disappeared. <laughs> and they were like, "What the fuck happened to Maddie?" Um, that's a whole other story on its own, but um, that's for the book. Yeah, no, they, they, yeah, that's something. Yeah, they hung tight with me, and um, you know, we got out, and you know, the the whole thing is just trying to give back to the artist because you know Zach knows, you know, you're back at these festivals, there's not much to fucking do, right? Yeah, they feed you booze. They're just doing drugs and drinking all, the, you know, all all day because we're all fucking depressed and we're 
tired. Trying to phone to work. Well, and it's yeah, like, yeah, dude, after it's... playing a fucking awesome set in front of a thousand people, how do you top whatever feeling that gives you, right, for the rest of yeah. the day? It's hard to and, chase and, and you just want to socialize with, with your friends. I mean, there's a good side of it. There's a bad side of it. Totally. That's a whole, another whole other story. A whole other podcast about that, mental health. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, our thing was let's, let's, let's do free haircuts backstage, you know, for donations for the Such for the, a smart for the I remember that. I remember that, Maddie. like, the beginning days of that, I feel. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing it for we've been doing it for five five years. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, like I think I remember. You know? I remember being like somebody coming in on my bus one morning and like jokingly, but not jokingly, maybe Justin being like, "You need a haircut? Go get your fucking haircut." Maddie's cutting hair. Maddie's <laughs> <That's> cutting. Awesome. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, "What? No. Maddie has a hair? Maddie's cutting hair?" I remember. That. Yeah, dude, that, <laughs> no, that was the thing. Where everybody's always like, "Yo, Maddie, can you?" Like at first, people would be like, "Yo, Maddie, can you give me a haircut?" And I'm like, "Well, that's the thing." I don't then, cut hair. I can do it with a whiffle only. Yeah. However, you know, <laughs> I like I remember at, walking past you one day too. Like I can get a haircut, and you were like, "Yeah, you got to schedule it." Like I got to figure out what time. <laughs> like, well, and I was like, "Oh, I, I'm good." Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but it's cool, and you know, a lot of support. I mean, we've had anybody sit in the chair from Matt Skiba. To, so, Maddie, know, how how does that work? Do you guys work with certain festivals or certain promoters or like? Yeah, it's, I mean, obviously, like it's it's both. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's obviously. But like, do you reach out? Do you it. does the Idle Hands reach out to the venue? Do the venue like the festivals, or is it vice versa? Or like, I mean, kind of walk both. me through I mean, how it comes together. I mean, obviously, it started out, you know, with with you know, we had a couple uh, people that disbelieved in the project, to believe in us um, from the music industry, and they gave us chance. You know, obviously, That's Kevin cool, Lyons, yeah. one of them. You know, just like you know, a bunch of people, Tim Sweetwood. Um, you know, the, the, the list goes on. I, I could sit here for, for yeah, yeah. so then you, but you'd I mean, go and be like, yo, I, I, I got this tent set up. We'll bring everything in, clean up. Is that kind of how it would work? And yeah, yeah. We're like, yo, you just give us a spot. And then, you know, some festivals will pay us. Um, some festivals we earn our, our, our stripes, but I mean, you know, when I say pay, I mean, barely make enough money so I can get there and get a hotel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, like, right. you know, because at the end of the day, like, it, it's like, we want the backstage experience for the artists to be good because. You know, dudes like me and Alex and even Eric, you know, from from his experience with touring and stuff, like, it's fucking boring, man. We want to look fresh. We want to look fresh before you go on stage. Like, there's nothing, nothing feels better than fucking, you know, having a nice skin fade and hitting the stage with a little bit of a breeze. And totally. you, you get up there and just fucking, you can feel like, you, feel, you know, when you get done with a haircut, you feel good. You just yeah, and I'd, I'd imagine it's the kind of thing where it's like, if they had a great experience in that town, they would be like, yo, I'm going to get my, I'm going to get my haircut with that person, right? So it could come almost yep, even yep, build a relationship. And that's the whole thing is the barbers and the, you know, the hairdressers and braiders that they're networking too. So like, yep. you know, I, there's a lot of times people are like, yo, Maddie, thank you so much. You know, and I'm saying Maddie, idle hand Eric and, and Alex right, too. Right, I'm right. taking off credit, but you know, but I, but I get texts a lot like, yo, Maddie, like, you know, so-and-so comes and sees me all the time, you know, like, yo, like any, or this band, anytime I'm in t they're in town, they come to my shop and like, that's cool for them too, because you know, like. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just we're all, we're all helping each other. No, you know listen, I mean? that, man. That, as a as a dude who owns a record shop, you guys know how important it is when when either of you guys like come through and and do the posts and shit because it it is all love, man. And and I and again, man, I think that's what's so cool, dude. Is like you have been on both sides of it by like you know a touring uh, artist and then working on the business side where you can understand where these guys are coming from. So again, putting some of these comforts for them where, like you said, it's not always going to be available to get, you know, your hairline trimmed up or get a fade or whatever, you know, and make yourself feel a little bit better after being in a van for fucking like a week or two weeks. Um, yeah, yep. no, that, that's a big feeling. So uh, Maddie, tell us a little bit about this book, man, before we wrap up, I want to hear about this shit. What do you got cooking with this? 
Yeah, man. I mean, and obviously, like, first off, you know, before we have to wrap it up or we get cut off, whatever, like, I could go for hours, and I feel like we we just need to get a drink, the three of us, just to hang out. Oh yeah, no, we're up. gonna do an in, we're gonna do an in person one next time. I'll bring the the, the camera and the, and the wireless mics, and we're gonna do yeah, a, yeah. We we need to do that because I have so much love for both you guys. So this has been great just to see your faces. A proper but, one, yeah. Same. But yeah, the the book is called Just Out of Boston, um, and it starts off, you know, kind of with me getting, you know, arrested and stuff, and. Just my first emotions of like fuck, I'm, my whole life's fucked up. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, so it's like it's it's bi- autobiographical. Yeah, yep. My okay, friend cool. Ross Wilson has helped me write it. So, um, he's a published writer. He's from Scotland. Um, also another hardcore kid that used to book our shows and sick we used to his house and whatever. And, and yo, you know, hardcore kids run the world, man. It's the best. Yep, we're behind the scenes, motherfucker. Get in mm-hmm. with it. Um, but like, yeah. So like, the whole book is like about my childhood and you know, um, struggles. Uh with, you know, a relationship with my dad, um, you know, struggles of just growing up and being a fucking teenager and trying to find a place to fit in, you know, talk about getting beat up in my first fight and how that influenced me, you know, getting in fights with my cousins in the city and how city city kids, when they fought, it was different than fighting in the suburbs, just, you know, like stuff like that. But then it goes into like starting the band and how much fun I had in my little group and hanging in the woods and partying and having fun. And then, like, I like I go back to prison. Like, basically, it's just, like, me having flashbacks and kind of tell my story. You know, I tell, like, the fun stuff, you know, get into the management and whatever, going to tour in Russia. You know, I know I know, I know, know, Mano did that, too, right? You guys toured Russia, yep. right? Oh, my yep, God. Yep. 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 Oh my, hey, Zach, oh, my God, is fucking right, right? It's not. It's a whole, we would need a whole other. I wish, dude, I've never, I would love to hear about that next time because yeah. I definitely. That, riding on, we riding both need a bad yeah, we're opening up the biggest can of worms by yeah. Let's just say like yeah, yeah, wow. yep, yep. So so you know, no Russia. weed, right? You can't smoke weed there though. Well, Fuck it. They have they have other things. I smoke hash. Ha- I can get down with that. All right. Yeah, same. I got THC. <laughs> hey, he's that Zach. Zach that weed man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no. I mean, yeah, me and him, no, no. I, no. Yo, I will they, get. I, I will get THC. Yeah. Yo, do you, do you remember Zach that used to like you guys used to always like. Fucking be like, man, he smoked weed. Come on up, stay on our bandwagon and smoke weed with us. And like one night, I was like, all right, I'll fucking yeah. come like. I was like, tonight's the night. I was like, boys, we're going man over. I'm gonna smoke weed. And they're like, you're fucking corny, dude. Like, don't smoke weed. I'm like, I've been telling these. Yeah, I'm an Irish and I drink. You could drop us drink like a world. world. I would get us weed when I'm talking when weed was illegal. Yeah. I would. I would. I'll have us weed in the house. <laughs> Zach was a weed man, bro. Um, but yeah, I mean, so, so, so to get back, obviously ADHD is part of my life too, but yeah, the book is really just about my life and the whole, the whole, um, you know, theme of the book is what is it to be a man? And and the the question is, I don't know. And it's about, you know what I mean? Like, it's about just like, fuck, I don't know what the fuck am I, am I like, am I a good man? Like, is that something that we will see this year you think, or, you know, I hope so. I'm 91 pages in. Um, oh. and on the, on the rough draft, um, and, and it's just hard cause Ross has, uh, you know, just had a, had a, a new kid and he has two kids now and he's got a job and stuff. So, you know, then I'm fucking busy. Even when he's like, yo, Maddie, you have free. And I'm like, fuck, I'm so busy. So it's hard. Right. Um, uh, I'm going to be in Scotland at the end of next month and I'm going to be with him for like actually four days. So like, oh, sick. last time we were together, we literally pumped out like, you know, five, six chapters just, just when we were together. So it's, it's moving along. Um, and uh yeah i mean I, I hope that it's done i mean i have a whole vision to do uh i'm gonna put my uh prison journals in there um which i haven't awesome. read or looked at since then um uh then i'm gonna also i want to do like a seven inch 
you know, kind of based on the book. You know, oh, cool. Mike, Mike and Marky said that would help me out with that. Um, and then I also want to do like different covers of the book. Um, Tie it in with your bipolar thing, perhaps somehow. You oh know? fuck yeah, that's a good idea. Hey, hey, there we go, Zach. You can be my manager, dog. Yeah. <laughs> There's a thing, you know. There's something there. I'm not sure what it is, but something you could do. No, I, I, yeah, no, that that's cool. I, and like that, that I never even thought of that. That that could be a cool way to tie in both things. Um, but Definitely yeah, I mean, a good way to get the most out of the PR. Yeah, that, that's the thing I'm most excited about, though, guys. Like, you know, um, I wish I could focus on it more, but like something about it, it just I, I need to I need to put some of my life out there. There's things in the book I I can't even put in there just for uh, safety re reasons and 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 different you know, things about like family issues and drama and da 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 just, you know, more like protecting my family and our, our, you know, our privacy, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And I don't want to put anybody else's info in my family, you know, out there, but like, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, obviously stuff that just, it just would be too much. And I don't, I can't go all the way with that. Maybe someday in life I, I, I can open up a little more, but it's, it's, it's 85% me. You know what I mean? And yeah. Like, that's real, awesome, man. All, I'm it's all real. It's all real stories. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm super proud of you, dude. I know I tell I text and tell you that all the time. I mean, again, just the progress you've made throughout your career is is awesome, dude. Uh, you know, and I feel lucky to to know and work with both of you guys. I mean, it's it's been a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, yo, Matt, I just want to thank you, man. Really, you know, for jumping on and, and doing this little episode and helping us get on on schedule. We will definitely. I feel like I know that there's probably a show where all three of us will be in, so I will have to bring the camera and we'll we'll go and. Yeah, we'll fucking go. Man. Hey, I'll smoke. I'll smoke. I haven't smoked weed in so long, Zach. I'll fucking. I'll smoke. I'll, I'll take a couple. <laughs> take a couple proofs off the old J with you. You know what I mean? Yo, and then tell me about I'll Russia, about man. Because I, I, I want to hear oh, about that God. shit. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it was a lot, but yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> uh, so yo, it's shout out again, everybody, to to Maddie, and I want to shout out Zach. Thank you, Zach, for helping me uh, also get this on schedule, man. Me and Zach will do another one in two weeks. Um, I'm going to hold myself to that. I'm going to make sure Zach holds myself to that. I know that he's going to be starting some, uh, some, some baseball shit, but we're going to try to navigate. Yeah, I will make it work. Um, so yo, shout out to everybody. Shout out to Donnie Ruckus podcast for filling in the gaps for me. Shout out to the Lord, Isaac, Danny Diablo. Uh, Isaac. yeah, it's for who all of this is worth. Uh, we do it for, uh, yeah, man. So that's it. Stay subscribed and I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Oh, yeah. Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like.